Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I am Leah, and I am joined by Katie, Bonnie, and Cammy about our one cool advertising thing. We have already talked about the documentary Misrepresentation. We talked about Mary Wells Lawrence, and we talked about Nike's Women World Women's Ah. <laughs> talked about Nike's Women's World Cup commercials. But before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. I want to know what do you ladies think of celebrity endorsements? When they put your favorite or maybe not so favorite celebrities <laughs> in with a product to tell you about it. <laughs> Good, better, ugly. Thoughts? I'd like to tell you they don't influence me, but that is incorrect. Correct. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they do. I'm yeah. actually, I feel like I've gotten slightly better, but. At resisting, I, basically, yeah. the, the power. <laughs> right, but I, I've been very susceptible to these because there's definitely um, actors that you've seen in favorite things or you think are mm-hmm. super cool um, and you feel like you might trust their opinion when really, logically, most of them are probably just doing it for a paycheck. It's a paycheck. Yeah. It's a really it's nice a paycheck. it's a great product mm. or anything like that, but it, it took me a bit to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a celebrity wants a free car for life. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. I'll right? take one. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, has anyone really bought the car just because Matthew McConaughey is in the commercial? Like, I did not buy a Lincoln because of Matthew yeah, McConaughey. Link, yeah, Lincoln's now frighten me because of Matthew McConaughey's voiceovers when he talks about them. They, they are random as hell, but I just, it, I got, we were test driving and I, I was looking at the Lincoln. I'm like, yeah, but they chose Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> See? That was the choice. <laughs> Advertising can work in the opposite direction, too. It really can. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, when we, because we ended up buying uh, a Hyundai, and they had in the showroom a Marvel Iron Man edition. Oh, yeah. Now, we are some Marvel people, so that might have had some, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Some say of oh they support Marvel we support Marvel. If they had the Ant Man and the Wasp uh, purple car with the flames, yes. I would have insisted that we had bought that car no we matter that how one. expensive it was. <laughs> right, they are fantastic. Second mortgage, guys. I know, right? <laughs> Just to buy fandom led cars. <laughs> how about you, Bonnie? Can you resist the celebrity endorsement? Oh yeah, I'm trying to even think of any that I like. I know that there, there's. One going around, and I don't know even what it products for. It's got Alton, Alton Brown, I think is his name. Okay, that funny the uh, guy. chef guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's in something. Oh, I, I don't remember what it is. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, I don't need whatever you sell it. <laughs> I don't even remember what it is, but I know there's one. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so it almost worked. It didn't work. Because <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that, and he's he's hilarious. Yes. What was that show? Elton's Eats or something like something that? Like or, it. Yeah. He'd like break down like the science of it. He was like nerdy with right. it. He would have like puppets of like an octopus attacking him. Like <laughs> not your normal cooking show. Exactly. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cammy, do you have one? What do you think of celebrity endorsements? My mind goes to the John Oliver native advertising bit where he does talk about celebrity endorsements, where it was a Rihanna endorsing coconut water. Right. Where it was a, I know you're getting paid, Riri. I'm happy for you. 
But right. you and I both know that this tastes like crap. <laughs> yeah, see, there's that. <laughs> and so it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm fine with the concept of them endorsing things. They get paid. Right. I'm happy for them. Yeah. But no, it does not, it does not really work on me because I don't pay attention to anything. Right. There you go. I feel like this is another thing where it's really important to educate people and maybe a little much, maybe, not maybe, much easier than the influence maybe body image has and right. ideals. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a little easier to go. They're probably just doing that for the paycheck. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I guess everybody's different. Maybe some people are like, oh. I think it's a clearer answer. It's not as yeah. complicated of an answer. Right. It's a culture and it's a body type. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's what we're used to seeing. It's pleasing to the eye to see a thin blonde woman. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, there's more instead of uh, they got paint, you know, because <laughs> right. I've seen uh, some uh, usually like uh, Japanese or Chinese commercials where your heavy hitters, your George Clooney's, your Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio's, you know this screams paycheck, oh, and right. it was not a small paycheck either because they're selling some sketchy stuff. <laughs> There's some Japanese ads with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh in them. yeah, oh, uh-huh. and they are hilarious like right like heads get like blown up <laughs> they are outrageous and then they like superimpose over his eyeballs or stuff so it's still like arnold schwarzenegger's voice but right. he's speaking japanese right and then his eyeballs get all big <laughs> You're like oh he's what? doing the total recall thing i'll bet you <laughs> oh no yeah so yeah i uh, i have the behind the curtain thing i go with the the paycheck but at the same time um, like Cammy just talked about the Women's World Cup, and it's um one of the narrators is Viola Davis. So Viola Davis lending her voice to Nike and lending her voice to the Women's World Cup to me, I was like, good on you, Viola Davis. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like sometimes it, it makes a celebrity almost elevate for me of going, This is what you chose to back. This is what you chose to get a paycheck for kudos you're saying something you're you're standing for something so mm-hmm. sometimes it can really really motivate but yeah no if matthew mcconaughey is just stumbling around mm-hmm. words then it's like mm-hmm, paycheck um so it has to i guess it has to have uh what's the intention here yeah. are they trying like do they do i feel like they believe in the product but then i will also say contrary to that is old when <laughs> uh no not old spice uh brad pitt so when brad oh pitt God. decided to sell chanel do you remember this <laughs> there was standees that were like life-size brad pitt. <laughs> it was glorious and i fully supported the idea of him trying to sell chanel and for a brief second i went do i need any do i because brad pitt suddenly is right there and he's just looking at me <laughs> I feel like like it was really, really weird, and I felt very bad about it, but at the same time, that man has power. <laughs> but I didn't buy anything, but I really thought about it. <laughs> I don't want celebrity endorsements to go away for the sheer fact that uh, Terry Crews and Old Spice ads. Right, exactly. It's one of my favorite things. I want Terry Crews to continue to get a paycheck, so yes. I mean, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Plus, he's hilarious. Exactly. I just had another thought. How do you guys feel about celebrities that have lines, like clothing lines or oh, yeah. the kitchen goop. wares at Target? Goop is scary. That's a little deep. I guess it depends on what it is. What about yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Who are those house remodeling people? Yeah, the like the house flippers that are on Target and yeah, yeah, whatever oh, the, that stuff is. It's not is. the Grimes, but is it's it something scary, with the, yeah. the scary twin property? brothers. Because no, it's not the property brothers. Okay, okay, it's no. the, the, the husband the and wife. Husband and wife. Yeah, um, in Texas. Yes. Well, I finally watched their show. I hadn't, and I was like. Oh, they have really good taste. And now I'm like, yeah. maybe I need to go to Target. That's why Shiplap is Shiplap. everywhere yeah. because of them. Shiplap, man. It was, I mean, we got rid of it in the 70s and it's back now, but we call it Shiplap. Do you guys like like somebody's taste enough that you would purposely seek out their line or does that get to you guys? I think it always, uh, it comes from intention where it's kind of like if, if, if it feels like it's in line with something that they're already doing or that they've already been interested in, and I'm trying to think of an example, and now I can't even think of one, <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> but it's a wheelhouse thing. It's like, you know what? Stay within your wheelhouse. What are you really, really, really good at? But I yeah. will buy um, I will buy their books, though. That is a product that a celebrity will put out of I learned something or um, I researched something or this is my life or this is my acting. You know what I mean? Prowess. This is my knowledge that I will totally 100 percent like go in all in. But it's a book. Yeah. Yeah. So this is lady I watch on YouTube. Her name is Christine. And is she, she the weird one that does like Halloween specials on Netflix? No, no, not that one. Okay, sorry. No. <laughs> she, uh, she's she's Canadian, and she started out doing nail art tutorials. Oh, and she is freaking hilarious! Nice. Like, I love this lady, and then like her her nail broke, so she couldn't do like nail art tutorials. <laughs> so she just started doing like other things. She's amazing. She just launched like a week or two ago. Well later once right. it airs but um she launched her own holographic nail polish because she's oh. like obsessed with holographic nail polish right she launched her own line she bought like like she invested a whole bunch of her own money but that to makes do this. sense that's her wheelhouse that's and her intention it was gone in less than an hour oh wow so if it hadn't been gone I, you would have you would have been all over get, it i'm 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 watching to see if it gets restocked yes but she she's just an amazing person she will do on her youtube they'll do um t-shirts of her two cats minchie awesome. and Zyler, and the proceeds go to their local animal shelter oh like yeah they're just they're they're great people see and she's always doing she'll have um like fan mail YouTube things where they're like going through all the mail they get sent Aww. to them. And she's always like encouraging people to stay in school. They're like, you, you can't make like, <laughs> don't plan on being a YouTuber. Yeah. Like, right. This was not a job a couple of years ago, yeah. so it might not be a job in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, she's great. Aww. See, I dig it. Perfect. <laughs> Are you guys ready for my one cool thing? So ready. All right. Okay, cool. Bring so it. My one cool thing. Um, uh, I went with an ad campaign whose purpose was not only to uh, sell things, but also to make the, the world a better place. That was the intention of the ad. Because uh, I'm very weary of commercials that are trying to sell me things. I'm always kind of like, what do you got behind the curtain? You know, what a, you know, what am I going to fall for here? But uh, this ad campaign broke right through all of my walls that I have built up of, no, I won't buy your stuff. Uh, it hit me right in the feels. And it's a company that brings you period pads it's always guys always <laughs> i didn't think i'd be talking about periods again so close to the fibroids episode <laughs> that i did but you know uh always created this campaign and it's hashtag like a girl 
and it started in 2014. So it's a little dated, but at the same time, still very relevant. Um, so the commercial starts with a teenage girl. She's like finding her mark on a soundstage and the, you can see the cameras and you can see the microphones. Uh, the clapboard snaps and you hear what you assume is the director's voice. Uh, go, hi, Aaron. So the director then decides to give her uh, some actions to do. And the first action is run like a girl. And we see a variety of different teens then who are all on their marks, including an adult, actually, too, uh, doing what we expect, which is a cartoon style Betty Boop arms flailing in the air, kind of run like a girl kind of scenario, uh, complaining about their hair and all that stuff. Then the next action is show me what it's like to fight like a girl. And you get those elbows close together and you get the playful pawing like a little kitten fight, you know, all that. Uh, the third action is then throw like a girl. And the teens then mimic like really minimal effort of throwing, like the ball hitting the ground, stuff like that, not making any distance is what they mimic. So I'm holding my breath at this point, going, this commercial better get better because I'm offended. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really kind of pissed. So what do you got here? Um, then they ask young girls the exact same questions. So we're talking about a 10 year old girl is the first girl that they show. So I'm scared. And I'm only like half a second <laughs> to think, uh, girl, don't believe the hype. You know what I mean? Don't believe the stereotype. Don't do not do it. Don't do what those other uh, older adults and older teens did. And before I really can even like completely, you know, beg, uh, the girls are running their hearts out. They are shadow boxing with power. Uh, they are throwing using their entire body. And it's just freaking lovely. So at that point, I'm crying because these young girls haven't got that stupid message yet they haven't got the cultural wet blanket you know what i mean that they can't do things so instead they're like fully still connected to that ultimate potential that ultimate power that they have um and it's not naive because <laughs> they just don't believe the hype which is really kind of more of what i think of it so on screen the words then say when did doing something like a girl become an insult and that like hit me where I lived, y'all, because, <laughs> uh, you know, growing up and even more when I went into filmmaking, it was as anything that was like a girl was an insult. It very much was. Um, so, you know, I mean, it was 2014 when I saw the first ad, uh, but I heard men and women using that phrase of like a girl. And the day that I saw the commercial, I saw three other people use it that day. It was like online social media. I went out to the store and it was, you know what I mean? Like, oh, why are you hitting like a girl? Or, you know what I mean? You're doing that like a girl. And I got so mad that I went home and I wrote a blog about it. And I'll share it in the show notes because it's a little dated. <laughs> uh, but I wrote a blog about why is it an insult to be a girl? And it was this commercial that kind of like put it into my peripheries of really looking at it really closely. But back to the commercial. So on screen, it says a girl's confidence plummets during puberty and a light bulb goes off in my analytical mind. Because, again, I'm like weary of commercials, right? Like, what are you selling me? And I get it. Puberty. It's always pads. It's about periods. It's about puberty. They are really connecting this message and then also the confidence, um, you know, linking them together. So always is working to build a stronger connection to self-confidence when girls are at their lowest. I mean, it really kind of is your lowest. Uh, and I've lived it and I've seen it with my own girls. And it's like absolutely terrible because 
one minute you have a girl who's complete positivity. I can take on the world. I am queen of this universe. Uh, don't, you know, don't stand in my way. I'm going to be president of the United States. And then the next minute it's, is it okay if I exist today? Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying because it's completely like duality. Um, so the people in the commercial talk about the ages between um, 10 and 12 and being told that your gender is weak and how damaging that is at that point in your life. Um, and then the commercial, they turn it around and they give young girls advice on how to fight the negativity. I like that it, you know what I mean? It doesn't just like hit you where you live and then run away. Ha ha, figure it out. <laughs> so it's really nice. It gives them advice. It, it, it says to not listen to them. If you're doing it, keep doing it. You know what I mean? You're worth it sort of, oh, sorry, you're worth it is a L'Oreal ad. But um. <laughs> But to uh, to take away that stigma, even if just for this, you know, one minute commercial, they take away the stigma of it. Um, and it ends with why can't run like a girl also mean win the race? You know, redefining what uh, run like a girl or throw like a girl is. Uh, so now the, the how the commercial actually even came to be is an interesting one. Because, y'all, I had to know the history of this. <laughs> so in a Huffington Post interview, uh, Fama Francisco is the vice president of Global Always. So the vice president of Always is a woman, y'all. Very happy about that, yes. right? Um, and she talks about how her and her team were looking at the data, and they found a significant drop in self-confidence when a girl hits puberty. That was in their data. And Fama said, quote, the deep consumer insight and the understanding made us really step back and think Think about what are the things that are really contributing to that and how we can make a difference. I know she's in ads and I know she's selling something, but I believed it. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to believe that they really want to make a difference. Um, So the commercial is also directed by a woman. Woo! Uh, Lauren Greenfield. She's the one you see in the commercial that is giving the direction. Um, I know her from the documentary Queen of Versailles. Did you guys ever see this Queen of Versailles? This blonde kind of bimbo-y lady, and it's meant to fight stereotypes, is in this house and it's how she lives her life and she's kind of having an existential crisis, if you will. (laughs) And that is directed by Lauren Greenfield. So um, now because of this always commercial, Lauren Greenfield went went on to win tons of awards for it. Ad Age named her the most awarded director in 2015 because of this commercial <laughs> it won an emmy <laughs> i didn't That's know amazing. commercials yeah. win emmys commercials win emmys i had no idea wow. <laughs> so yeah there's also a um a meet the director on youtube and that's how i found out mm. that that information as well um but lauren calls the commercial a social experiment that's why she was interested in it because it's not scripted. They wanted to know what people would say about these different actions of like a girl Mm -hmm. and then, you know, kind of, you know, see if they can change those perceptions a little bit. Cause I, what I really love in the, what they chose to do in the social experiment is people's faces when they change, when they change perception, when they like click, uh, there's a little boy who's in there and he's I mean he's in the teen version so I would say he's probably like I don't know 12 13 14 kind of like right in there and he says uh that he insulted girls but not his sister and as he's saying that he's realizing his sister is a girl (laughs) and if he insulted girls then he insulted his sister but he saw them as separate and it's like, oh, but just that micro expression of he gets it. And I don't think that kid's going to be the same after that. 
that's incredible yeah, yeah exactly and that's like something that's just absolutely amazing to share um you also get to see people change their mind so the people who mimicked running you know in the stereotypical fashion they say would you want a chance to redo it and they said yes please i would run like myself and so you get to see people change their minds it's not just shaming people and making them feel bad you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i love that because it's very much uh maya angelou says once you uh once you know better you do better (laughs) and it's showing it visually in a very quick commercial of once you know better you just do better you know don't beat yourself up just freaking do better that's it (laughs) so i really really like that and i will also say not everybody is miraculously changed with perceptions um i mean i even do have a no asshole rule i don't know if you guys know my no asshole rule uh which is everybody's allowed to have a bad day (laughs) bad days happen uh but if a person is actively trying to put a person down or disempower people I love um, I've got other places to focus my energy (laughs) so that's part of the if you know better you do better sort of thing Um, always has they have two versions of this and I'll share the longer one it's like three minutes Um, but and they aired the they put on YouTube anyway the three minute one then they ran it during the Super Bowl, a one minute version. And that's when it became viral, when it mm. ran on the Super Bowl. It has uh, over 67 million views on YouTube. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, a few months later, they actually followed up this uh, commercial with one within the Like a Girl campaign. It was called Unstoppable. That's one where they asked uh, girls to write on boxes what other people have said they can't do. And then they get to destroy those boxes. <laughs> and it's a beautiful visual that I totally support. Um, then the following year in 2016, um, Nanette Bernstein was the director. And they did a like a girl. They called it Keep Playing. That was the next, you know, stay in sports. Um, don't quit sports. And they did a few different spots because it was during the Olympics. And they had a soccer player, um, Alex Morgan, who you love. I love her. Yes. I love her and Megan Rapino. There you go. I love her. I'm sure Megan will show up in some of these commercials <laughs> as well. But Alex was in some always commercials for the Keep Playing ad. And she would interview other young girls that were uh, in sports and, you know, of why they keep playing. Um, it looks like the Like a Girl campaign ended in 2017 um with keep going and in that one they talk about how failure is fuel and i really really support that message because it's something that i'm like oh this is a little trick of the you know (laughs) the trick of the trade that nobody really tells you about i didn't learn about failure is fuel until i turned 30 (laughs) (laughs) so i am all about getting that message out earlier to young girls please um but i thought the ad campaign was really cool because it changed the conversation around the phrase like a girl it was something that was kind of becoming so ingrained in our culture we really didn't think about it i mean uh you know i was by rah-rah feminism i was talking about women filmmakers we were starting web kind of actually around that time which is the precursor to to gal's guide um and i even started to realize that you know i still call things like wife beaters white tank tops i'll still call it a wife beater hold on a second that's almost a a version of like a girl what is it of turning around i used to call it flipping a bitch (laughs) 
<laughs> um, or I don't know what to call this one, but it's that circular plate. It's called Lazy Susan. Lazy Susan. What do you call it? It's oh, a, so it's a lazy. So it's like these are different things that are so ingrained that until you really kind of like think about it and put your finger on it, you're like, uh-huh. oh, okay. Let me change what I call that, or let me just yeah. challenge myself a little bit. And I felt like that's what the commercial did. It kind of awoken to when you say like a girl, what are you really saying? Yeah. So do you guys did you guys see this commercial? I know it's kind of a little bit on the way backs. I watched them on the the thing. What do you remember when it came out or did you just recently No, I didn't I didn't uh-huh. hear about it until you said you were doing this. Sweet. Well, yeah. I'm glad to spare awareness then. I loved at the end of the one with the boxes. Yes. At the very end when she's knocking over the, giant the whole wall screen of, of the boxes. Yes. Yeah. There's just this little, little black girl with the mm-hmm. pigtails. She's just Staring like, down the camera. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, I knocked down all of these barriers in my way. Mm-hmm. It's super powerful. <laughs> Have you guys seen those things where they take like a girl and they show women just being tough and motivated and all of that? How do you feel about that? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a specific example to refer to, but, you know, I almost think it's more like memes where you're like, oh, like a girl like oh, this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. This is what exactly. we do. And it's right. intense. Yes. Oh, My absolutely. mind goes to like the childbirth thing. Oh, yeah, mm. absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I grew up in the 90s. Yes. So I was very much exposed to the magical girl Sailor Moon. Ah. And there is, there's a few going around that it's fight like a girl. And right. it's Sailor Moon. She's See? fighting. And one of them, she's got like her hands bandaged up like she's a boxer and she's like bloody. Like there's a few of those going around that I'm like, yeah. You mean like this? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. No, I very much, I love those and I support those and I try to save those. <laughs> exactly. Did you see the ad when it came out? Do you remember? I it? don't remember when it gotcha. came out. Sorry. It might have been when you were in your turn in butter. It might have been at that time. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was around about that time when I used to live without electricity. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. so close. Yeah. <laughs> we used to live there for a couple years. She wanted to have it at home all the time. <laughs> just in case (laughs) no but i think that's amazing and i think that's an important thing to pay attention to too that there's such a shift during that um right that age age yeah yeah and i i it's really hard but this is a little bit of a skipping subject yeah not really subject but um with my son being seven yeah he already has internalized that you know, girl things are bad and boy things right. are good. Yeah, he's so gone trying... beyond the separate. It's two different things to wait. One's good, one's bad. Yeah, right. I'm on this side of the fence. Right. This is where I am. And I mean, he's pretty open minded still, but I just saw it when he started going to school. He would bring it back. And I remember one day at preschool, he came home and he was really upset. And he said, I had to sit by a girl today, but oh. I sucked it up and I did it. Oh. I was like, <laughs> What? Welcome to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of us, and we're amazing. And so, you want to sit next to a girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, how quickly it all changes. <laughs> yeah, and he definitely has more guy friends. He's not, you know what I mean. But yeah. I try, definitely try to keep the conversation open to like we're all have so much to offer, and we're all amazing, right? And all of that. But that's not the message he gets from society in general. So I think having more of these advertisements in the mainstream is essential. Right. Yeah. To help change perceptions. Then again, he and I had an awesome conversation about Valkyrie. 
That boy's obsessed mm-hmm. with Valkyrie, oh, and yeah. I fully support this. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I have so much hope for our newer generations, and sometimes oh, yeah. it's even just seeing him. Like the other day, I was asking, you know, do you think when you're ready to get crushes? Because right now he only loves his mom. There you go. He's there seven. He... It's the age of reason. It's fine. Well, <laughs> there's some kids in his grade that have boyfriends and girlfriends, but I think he they're just love following. But mom. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Nice. More of that stereotype, right? <laughs> um, but if I say something like, "Do you think you're gonna like boys more or girls more, or maybe just not want boyfriends right. or girlfriends?" And he'll be like, "Ah, I just don't know yet." But he's not horrified. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, there you go. In his world, his mind's very open to the fact that there's not two choices there's, and you have to right, you know there's I mean? a there's myriad one. of options out there one right. would say there's a rainbow of options <laughs> <laughs> so trying to tie that back in i feel like um parents these days i hope i hope are more mm-hmm. open-minded and there's definitely a pocket of, of kids and i've learned that from him going to school i don't know do you do you find that to be true cammy you go to a very weird school. I so. know you've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up on public school after sixth grade because uh, I don't like people. Fair. I, <laughs> she uh, did come from my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I had a uh, not really technically a boyfriend from third grade to sixth grade. Right. Which I look back on and immediately want to bury. <laughs> it's fine. We all it was, have it, it at some a, point. It was, a weird, it was a weird thing. And yeah, it was most of my friends because of that were guys. Right, yeah. And so, yeah. Most of my friends going in school were guys, too, so. <laughs> do you feel like people, okay. though, were open-minded? Like, if people wanted boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, or do you I, think it was pretty... I wasn't exposed to that. Yeah. Everyone seemed to be straight. <laughs> I wasn't uh, I wasn't exposed. There wasn't... The, it was nobody talked about it. It was just, you just do what's expected, and that was what mm. was expected. I just didn't get that exposure. And I think I left before I would have actually gotten it. Yeah. Before, yeah, middle and high school. Where were... relationships actually become a thing where right. it's, oh, you need a girlfriend or boyfriend. Right the hell Right. Now. Well, where there's like, you know, a dance, which oh, yeah. everybody what? starts to pair up once there's a dance. Oh, Bef- yeah. If there's no dance, there's no pairing up. <laughs> you need like an event <laughs> to right. start the mating ritual, apparently, mm. in elementary school and middle school. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> See, well, I definitely remember being that age, like ten, and being like, "I'm gonna kick ass." See, I definitely remember when I I didn't feel so confined. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. I do remember when I started shrinking. Like, I don't yeah. remember the super confidence. It's really weird. Like, my super confidence didn't come till I was thirty. <laughs> so, like before that, it's just a myriad of can I exist? Is my voice okay? Am I in your way? Like it was that until, until 30 basically. But I remember trying to get smaller and smaller and not take up too much room and not be a burden on anybody and all that. Um, and be like, you know what? I'm not the model that's on the the cover of the magazine. So I'll just be over here in the corner. (laughs) You know what I mean? That sort of thing. So I remember getting smaller uh but yeah no i love 30s and then 40s and then i can't wait for fucking 50s i'm just saying it's very freeing so far (laughs) and i remember being uh really like a shy child like i remember mom was wanting to drop me off at the front of the grocery store 
to go grab milk and I didn't want to do it because I knew I'd have to talk to the cashier. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. And I was like, no. I think you just described Cammy's worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's even self-checkout now. Both of my, perso- <laughs> both now, my, personality, yeah, both of my personalities live together. My uh, fear of ever having to talk to people. Right. And just trying to be polite to everyone and trying to generally stay out of the way. And then it's, but I can do this. You and so it's both it. of them somehow coexist. <laughs> And it's quite strange because one moment I will walk in after trying my absolute best to read books and be like, I need to tell you how much I hate this. <laughs> right. Or I need to tell you how much I hate the world right now. When it's other times, it's just, I'm just going to sit here and have no meaning in the world. <laughs> this is my purpose. <laughs> to sit to right here be. and stare at this bookshelf. <laughs> and that is fine. You get to do that too. And they coexist somehow. No, and it's quite remember. strange in uh, middle school all the it was like a thing when you got your school photos back oh okay all the girls were oh i don't like my hair oh no oh, i look so fat like the self-critique it was never any good things ever and it was yeah. like a social thing where if you like didn't bash yourself oh yeah you yeah, were yeah. like stuck up or something i remember right. being like this is did you ever see the Amy Schumer? I'm just going to say it's a skit. It probably okay. is from the show. You know the one I'm talking about. Okay. When they don't insult themselves. Like, I look like a, what is it? Like a, a Russian rug seller or something. <laughs> they have the best insults for themselves. But then the one, the one gal who's just like, no, I think I look great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Now, and I have, I have a, a girl at work and she just every single day. It's, Aww. oh, I don't like my hair. And I'm always like, Say something nice about yourself. Right, and yes. she can't think of a single thing. And I'm Aww. like, come on. Right. Every day. They usually say you need five positive things to replace one negative mm. thing. Because the brain obsesses on the negative thing yeah. like it's something to fix. But if it's not actually something you can fix, <laughs> mm-hmm. you need like five positive things um, to counteract it. I wonder if it's like the line is just that they think neg- negatively of themselves or if it's the fishing for compliments. Right. Why can't it be both? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't play that validation. Game. Yeah. But at the same time, not yeah. liking yourself enough to believe, you know, that, yeah. you know, you're the cat's pajamas. So you kind of need it from other people. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up for Advertising Month. We're off next week for Labor Day. So join us September 9th with a new group of gal pals who are going to call Lights, Camera, Action for Movie Month. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.